Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat You and Me. Today, I'm going to be with Danielle Waldron. She's pretty fantastic. We went to school together at St. John's University. Right now, she's up to doing some amazing things. And um, I'm going to actually let her tell you what she's doing. Hey, Danielle. Hi, Crystal. Thank you for having me, first of all. It's a pleasure. Um, and hi, everybody. Um, so what I'm up to right now is I'm currently finishing my doctorate in clinical psychology at Adelphi. Ooh, so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Um, and I'm working on my internship now at Kings County Hospital nice. um, in Brooklyn, and I'll be finishing that up. And hopefully when I'm done, I'll have a postdoc um, at a school or a hospital and, you know, working towards working in the Caribbean community um, mm. in the future. Yeah. All right. So the Caribbean. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. So as you guys can tell by now, we are going to talk about mental health. It's not going to be anything you might've expected because, well, I'm me and who would I be if I weren't me? Someone else, obviously. But, um, there are so many different things happening out there today. There is a rise of suicide. People are jumping in front of train tracks. Recently, this past week, I saw on social media, one of my high school friends witnessed something like that. You know, there's personal struggles we'll deal with. And there's also celebrities that are facing these struggles, but they're doing it silently. But before we get into that, we're just going to talk about some current events, things that recently happened, such as. I don't really like saying their names so much because I feel like it brings a light on it and it helps uh, to keep them in silence and suffering. But for the topic's sake, I'm just going to quickly mention it. Um, someone requested that we even briefly mention Kanye West. Now, <laughs> <laughs> that name alone brings a whole host of... Uh, emotions and opinions and different things. It's kind of like you hear Kanye's name and you don't really know where to begin. Right. <laughs> like, he has the effect of leaving you speechless. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing or it's one of those, man, c'est la vie. I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> but in realm with Kanye, there's some tragedy that's happened in his life. Honestly, personally, in my opinion, he may not have dealt with that just yet. Or he may feel like he's dealt with it, but there's still something there and he's trying to get past it by doing so many what we see as outrageous things. And then the moment happens where he completely crashes, but his crash doesn't look like a calm. Mm -hmm. It looks like a firestorm mm -hmm. of of insanity. And I would I don't want to use that word insanity lightly mm -hmm. because frankly when I see it happening with him, it concerns me a little bit and I just wonder instantly I pray for Kanye at that moment. <laughs> but I, I'm looking at him and I'm just wondering what is really going on in your mind and if you were to have a candid conversation, would you still be guarded? Because you've seen the interviews. Once the camera right. is on, mm -hmm. he's going to be on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then he's he's married into now the Kardashian family, even though her name is West. 
he's still a Kardashian. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. <laughs> you know, let's, it's like the mob. Once you're in, you're, you're in. in. Let's let's face facts. He is a Kardashian, so no matter what he does or what he says, even when he has a meltdown out of his control, he still has to kind of cover it up, fix it in a way because the Kardashian brand is still attached to who he right. is. Mm-hmm. So Kanye Kardashian West. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. But what are your thoughts? Um, I think with Kanye, um, I, first let me be honest, I don't really pay too much attention to Kanye or anyone <laughs> related to the Kardashians. I think that the whole family is just not something I'm interested in. <laughs> Got not it. at all. Got it. Um, but I think that you're right that he has had a lot of struggles and issues in his life and that maybe he hasn't addressed them like you said. But I think there's a difference between understanding that you have your own personal struggles mm-hmm. and that there are things that you might need to discuss with a mental health clinician or mm-hmm. at least work through and process yourself. And then there's the other. on the other hand, there's this... Um, there's a sense that he knows everything, right? True. And that he's this expert on, you know, black culture and black people and has this very, uh, has a unique way of generalizing everything, that he's the voice right. of the black culture. And he's the, the, the only person that can speak on behalf of. Right. And, you know, when he was meeting with, um, even his name I can't say, um, <clears throat> and that's fine. But, you know, when he's meeting with political figures, I'll leave it at that, um, you know, he's making statements about the black community that I don't find to be true True for me. And I've spoken to other people about it, and they also don't find it true. So I think that if you're dealing with issues, and that's fine, everyone has their own struggles and difficulties in life, Maybe focus on those things and not um, have this kind of grandiose idea about your importance in life. And Ooh. I don't know if this is unique to Kanye or if this is just like this idea that I'm a celebrity and I have millions of fans, so I know and I speak on behalf of them. I don't know. But he doesn't speak for me. I haven't seen it that often. If you guys listening have seen it, drop some comments on who you've seen it from. I haven't really seen it that much from a celebrity. What I do see from celebrities is they tend to say, I'm not a role model or I am a role model, but you know, that's a lot of weight. So I don't really look at myself as a role model. They try to pull away from it. Right. Whereas he runs straight to it (laughs) and then becomes, well, I'm the voice. So I'm just going to speak for everybody. And it's just like, no, we didn't, we didn't vote on that. Mm -hmm. Please sit down. Just be quiet for a moment. We'll rock with you, but just shh, just a moment. Yeah, I haven't rocked with Kanye for years. So even even before the Kardashian, yeah, I did like the song he did with the Ray Charles (laughs) dragging back. Don't laugh at me, guys. But seriously, I mean, people talk about the old school version of who he was and Mm -hmm. his grind and his ethic and his talent. There's no doubt that he has some some genius to him in there but i've also heard people say what happens with genius mm-hmm. uh, but when you add that to celebrity to unresolved trauma you, you you've got a ingredient for the perfect storm mm-hmm. and i think that's what we often see with him um kanye if you're listening we aren't bashing you 
we're just trying to understand some things and wishing you well. Um, in the same respect, when everyone saw the news about Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. who we both do love. Yes, we <laughs> like, do. <laughs> we, we love her. I was, I was, I don't know if there was many things from previous before Disney, but I, I have a Disney soft spot. For Sunny with a chance. Sunny with a chance and um Camp Rock. Oh, that was a little bit before me. I was oh, I came like, into Sunny hey, with a hey, Chance. Hey man. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey man. <laughs> I've heard of, I've heard of the show. That I just before her. My God. Before my love of Demi. My love of Demi Sunny. Nice way to, nice way to spin it. Starting with a, Sunny with a Chance. This is my job. This is what I do. <laughs> I spin things. And nice. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done. You you'll get your stuff in no time. <laughs> With, with with Demi, I know that she battled a lot. Like some of the things that when she was coming up to being her own independent solo artist, mm-hmm. breaking away from Disney, some of the things she mentioned was how people talked about her weight, talked about her appearance, and that took her into a dark place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People's views on you can really affect you no matter how many times you say, it doesn't matter, I don't care. My view is, even though I've said it, I'm saying this from personal experience, so don't bash me, guys. The more I say I don't care about something, the fact that I'm still talking about it, obviously I'm caring about it. There's something deep inside that is bothering me, and I either want to shout, hit the person who's saying it, (laughs) just be real, Mm -hmm. or or cry about it, write about it, speak it out, and hopefully that it'll get resolved. But... Sometimes that's not the case. There are other people who internalize it. And on the surface level, you think it's dealt with because they don't want anyone to know what they're dealing with because mm-hmm. people expect you to be better than that. Rise above it. I tell people rise above things all the time, but I do understand that there are times that you really can't rise above something until you deal with it. If it's undealt with, it's still going to be holding onto your ankles. Right. You yeah. can't float, you know? Yeah. Um... I mean, I remember when I was watching Sunny with a Chance, right, um, that during that time she was eating an apple a day, right? Wow. No, I'm a person, I like to eat, so I can't (laughs) even imagine, you know, getting to a point being so, wait, so it was much- just an apple a day not in addition to not no, like no, an apple no. a day keep it no, the doctor away no no an apple a day Literally, period there's nothing else that's all she was oh, eating oh no baby i'm no yeah so i can't i can't imagine being under so much pressure and so much scrutiny that i would you know have to give up all the foods that i love and just make that sacrifice to remain this ideal that mm-hmm. people have mm-hmm. set for me because i'm 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 not entirely sure that that's her ideal, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, from there, it just kind of went even darker, right? Yeah. In terms of, like, using the drugs and the alcohol and... Trying to self, self-heal and... Yeah, and self-medicate. Self-medicate. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a tough industry to be in, right? Especially when you've got this very wholesome disney good girl kind of attitude and image Mm -hmm. and then to want to break out into being like a solo artist and and being more um of an adult and having your own opinions um it's hard and sometimes you know people you know especially the disney stars sometimes they don't do well right yeah true um and i think about amanda Bynes too right she did oh my gosh that's so sad yeah she you know she's another example of uh, you know, cracking on the pressure. Um, but I think what people 
you know sometimes forget is that addiction is a lifelong struggle right uh, it's not something that just kind of um goes away i think every day that's why they count the days right every day mm-hmm. is uh, a milestone an achievement yeah, it's, like, that, it's a success yeah, yeah because you know imagine um just having a rough day right and you mm-hmm. want to come home and you want to get like some ice cream or something not definitely ate, right like, half a carton last night <laughs> <laughs> but it was vegan so i don't feel bad <laughs> It, I don't feel bad. It was made from coconut milk. It's healthy. I don't... Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm not even going to touch that one. Um, but if you were addicted to ice cream, right, and mm-hmm. you had a, a hard day and you really wanted that ice cream, now mm-hmm. it, you have to sit there and tell yourself, no, I can't have this ice cream. But then you remember how good you feel after you've had ice cream. Mm-hmm. And now you've got you know your friend is like oh you know Baskin Robbins is having a two buy one right. get one you know so it's like i mean that's a very trivial and very simplistic way of putting it but you know she's going to have like mess ups yeah. yeah she's going to yeah. have times where she falls off the wagon and you know she sounds like she's got a very supportive family and mm-hmm. and circle that are really trying to um make sure that she stays safe and healthy but um you know, one thing I admire about her is that she's been very open and honest about her struggles, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think that um, that's often the case with it's everyday true. people and particularly celebrities too, mm-hmm. right? They're very concerned about their brand and um, how this is going to impact their income. Their likes, their, their follows. Yeah, their, their fan base and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for her, I think that that's applaudable that people do get to see that her life is hard right and she's she's trying but there are times where she needs to try harder she needs to start over but um that she she's trying to be healthy and she's trying to you're absolutely stay right stay on track you're right and when i think about it you mentioned about disney and then the public eye and you're trying to be a good girl and all of that and then people's opinions and then all it came back to my mind was how those who are in high school even elementary school I think life is really hard at that point, mm-hmm. right? And looking at the popular kids, now they have, that's like level one before yeah. celebrity because in high school yeah. and elementary, you are the celebrity. Mm-hmm. That's the world you're in. Yeah. So they have to maintain a level of coolness mm-hmm. for girls if their hair or their outfits aren't on point anymore, Right. they can be out. If the, the popular guy doesn't find her cute anymore, she's done with the same thing for the guy if like if his if he starts getting pimples uh, a popular girl insults him no mm-hmm. one wants to date him all of a sudden he's out <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it's just it's it doesn't so take fickle. much yeah. it does not take yeah. much at all and these are the formative years of your mind and your mental state of who you're going to be in as adults yeah so when you start experiencing that from that age and you're wondering if I don't stay on time, if I don't always look good to the people, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be good at all. That is a scary thought to know that kids are coming up with. And then it keeps perpetuating. Mm-hmm. As adults, we we haven't gotten rid of that thought. So it keeps going. Yeah. And then we've got the, the social media and then we've got the TV media all going, perpetuating the same thing. If you don't look good. And then the headlines, the way they spin it, it's just, whoa. Right. That's not what that was about at all all Mm -hmm. how can you say such a thing for me i remember when i was in elementary school and now we have the whole 
uh, natural hair movement. I hate calling it a movement really because now that I am confident in who I am with regard to that, it really is just getting back to who I was in the first place. The reason I wanted a perm, and I begged my mom for years to get one when I was younger, much younger than I should have even put chemicals in my hair. What, What age was that? I feel like it might have been age 10, 11, something oh, like that. I got you beat. I was like three or four. Three, I I'm done with you. <laughs> I was three or four. You four yes. My mom was like, listen, I don't want to hear you crying every single morning about how I'm combing your hair too hard or whatever. So we don't get this done. Yeah. Three or four. It's like, mom, you know, looking back, you're really, like the babies on Instagram with the full long. <laughs> I was like, you really, you let a three or four year old influence you to get a perm, really? But at least her reason Don't for judge you her. was no, no Don't judgment, judge her, mama, guys. no judgment, mama. <laughs> At least for you, it was. She was like, "You're crying. I don't want you to cry anymore." For me, mm-hmm. it was because all well, I had two complexes going on. Mm-hmm. My skin tone mm-hmm. and then my hair. Okay. The lighter skin girls had the curly hair, the straighter hair, and all of that. And mm-hmm. they were getting attention. They were popular and all of that. And I was like, so what am I, a chopped liver? Like, right. yeah. I have my braids. Y'all don't hear this? these beads? <laughs> these beads are popping. Like, why? Yeah. And then you'd hear other people say little things about your complexion. So you start wondering, is it not good enough? Am right. I not good enough? Is this color out? Mm-hmm. Not like I wanted to bleach because we didn't know anything about bleaching, you know, but just simple little things. I even wanted to change my name oh. to, but I wanted my name to be Aisha though. <laughs> Wait. There was a song, there was a song, it was Aisha and, and I had such a crush on the, <laughs> the group that was singing that song, uh-huh. Aisha and uh, my older cousin, he's deceased now, unfortunately. But thank you. But thank God he's with the Lord now. Um, He, in order to get me to do his chores while he was babysitting me, he would tell me he knew them. And if I completed the chore, he would introduce me. Me like an idiot. Boy, I cleaned that room. I cooked when I wasn't supposed to. I mean, and I was like, are we going to meet them this weekend? (laughs) He was like, no, they're busy. They're busy. Up to this day, well, I'm still last? waiting. <laughs> how long did this last before you figured out that maybe he didn't actually know them? We don't want to talk about that. We're just gonna, <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna go past that. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so, so gonna, clearly a wild guy. Uh-huh. Clearly a wild. Yeah, it was. I'm. I'm not ashamed of that. <laughs> I. I mean, look, I kept hope alive. That's that's a good thing. You keep hope alive. Yeah. Nice reframe. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> But it, it's different. It's different things like that. I wanted to change my name. I wanted to change my appearance, at least my hair, because it's the only things I knew I could change. But Mama said no. Like mm-hmm. you're keeping your name. Now I love the name. Right. It's on the website, guys. Crystalsays.com. <laughs> Hello. Um, but I, I love my name. I love my complexion. It's beautiful. I've got like chocolate caramel stuff going on. I'm, I'm like delicious. My my color is. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the things I say, but you're right. <laughs> exactly. Thank mm-hmm. you. You know, loving the skin you're in, working out these thoughts in your mind over and over again, actually hashing them out sometimes. And I've said it before and I've written about it before on the blog. 
what I do is sometimes when I'm getting to a place where I feel a little darker, not by complexion, but like mind state, remembering all the negative things people have said about me, I'll force myself to look into the mirror. If I don't have a mirror, pull out that good old selfie on that camera phone. Mm -hmm. And I will look at myself, try to make eye contact. Sometimes I can't even make eye contact with myself in the mirror, but I force myself to look there. And while I'm hearing the negative, I'm saying the positive, the opposites about that to myself, looking myself in the eye, telling myself, because obviously when they're telling me, they're confident about it. So I have to counterattack that with confidence too and say the opposite. So that's my strategy and that in prayer. And it has brought me so far away from where I used to be. Right. You know, I can identify with how Demi felt. Love you, Demi. You can do this. We're behind you 100 percent um i i there were times where i had those dark thoughts of you know maybe if i were not here any longer mm-hmm. not on this earth any longer it'll be better that thought is so flawed because who would it be better for right <laughs> you know what i mean you're just contemplating the thought of not experiencing present pain and the thing about pain and feelings they go away They're very temporary. They're very temporary. Sometimes they feel eternal, but they're not. I was thinking about that before I even got here today, about eternity and life on earth and how we make so many awful decisions here because we're basing it on being here. And while it's important to be present, you have to understand that being present is meaning living the life that you have right now, enjoying it, but also making decisions because when you're gone from here, there is an eternity. Mm-hmm. Some people may not believe that, but I hold wholeheartedly to that. And at the end, if I'm wrong, I've lost nothing. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Because you've lived a good life. You yeah. know, I've lived that life. Um, and eternity, when you look at it, eternity has no end. Everybody has that tattoo, the infinity symbol. Eternity is just like that. It just keeps going. But here on Earth, we have a begin and an end date. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the pros and cons where you live your life, what decisions are you making? Because what you do now, it can affect what happens eternity side. You know what I mean? And so that helps me with my mind and the things I'm thinking about. I know that the pain, the negative thoughts, all of those things, those are very temporary. They are the opinions of other people. And what I said to you earlier today was, that line, I loved it when I used to watch uh, Real Housewives from um, Cherie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she used to say, who gonna check me, boo? That is my slogan. Who gonna check me, boo? Because I have to live. I cannot base my life and my everything on how you feel about me. Right. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're gone your way. I'm gone my way. We weren't born together. We weren't born in the same body. Even if you were born together as twins, triplets, quadruples, whatever, you weren't born in the same body. You have a different path. And so your mental state is completely different. With that, I start thinking about the role that social media plays. Mm. You can't get away from anything. When bullying was in school, I said was. Aren't I being optimistic? (laughs) Bullying is still in school. Now it's spread to social media. You have cyberbullying. I mean, we can't even go online anymore and play a silly little game, take a little quiz, trying to see 
who was gonna be your boyfriend from the grassy? Hey Drake, you always were the one. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know the show I didn't watch. You know what? You need to get your life all the way together. Seriously? Another no. show? I know. Babies coming up are like, oh my gosh, the yes, the Degrassi. I what can I say? I'm just slacking off. You 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 bleh. Yeah, I'm going to send you some links <laughs> so you can binge watch when Aubrey Graham <laughs> before he was All Drake. I know is that he was in a wheelchair. That's all I know. That was the ending before he was rehabilitated <laughs> and tried rap. My word. You... Oh, I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't spoil it for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. Oh, okay, you know what? I'm going to forgive her for that faux pas. <laughs> she did not know any better Degrassi fans I apologize on behalf of the whole union of Degrassi listen if I know that then everyone should know that because I've not seen one single episode of it so it's so good anyway I can't with you right now. All right, we were talking about social media I'm sorry yes yeah, okay refocusing um no not one all right so social media <laughs> social media what are your views on its impact on mental health and how it plays a role in people's uptick in suicides depression hiding their feelings trying to stay silent about it like all of it um i think that it has a huge impact um i mean it, it's kind of insane how uh, technology has sort of like blossomed and mm. just like blown up in the last few years. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first joined Facebook, you had to have like a college email, <laughs> you right? You did. And now it's like everyone, my little cousins on Facebook and you know, yeah. I was like, um, they're you're... on Facebook before the age that they should be on Facebook exactly. and their birthdays from like night. I'm like, you're not 57. How <laughs> exactly. did you get online? Exactly. So I, I just got a friend request from my little cousin. She's, you know, 13. And I was like, who is this? Right? And then she's like, it's me. And I was like, but why are you here? Right? <laughs> and this was here? on Instagram. Um, I, you know what? I think that the, the level of access is probably the problem, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I've changed my name on Facebook. I have put on the strictest search. You sure order. have. I had to look <laughs> for your whole name. I was like, did it? Sometimes it comes up at the end, at the bottom, and it's associated to this name. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I have because I, you know, I, I'm very private, right? Mm -hmm. So the things that I do put on Facebook, I kind of put it through this filter of like, do I care if other people know about this, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And if I don't, then I'll post it on Facebook. Yeah. If I do, then I don't. Things don't. Right? And, you know, I, most people don't do that, right? Everything goes on Facebook. You're you're having a bad day, it goes on it Facebook. Goes on. You break up with someone, it goes on Facebook. You get back together 20 minutes later. You It goes on, Facebook, on Facebook, Facebook. And you cuss them out the next week, it goes back on Facebook, and just, I get tired Everything, of trying to help you. Right? <laughs> Everything goes on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, Snapchat, what whatever the platform is, everything is there. And I think people don't keep as much of their lives private mm -hmm. as they should. And part of it, when you put it online, you've, you're sort of inviting people into your space and into mm -hmm. your life, right? Now, I, you know, I'm way past the age of, hopefully, of getting cyberbullied. You never know these adults are, you know, acting like children, right? Hello. <laughs> um, 
but I, you can't cyberbully me because I'm hardly on Facebook or I'm hardly on Instagram or whatever. And if you do that, I automatically just block you, right? <laughs> Blocking is a nice little tool. Blocking, unfollowing those people. Turn off post notifications. That's also yeah, beautiful. Sometimes I snooze my friends for 30 days. Yeah, it's just like, you know, yeah. you've posted too many things about your wedding that happened three years ago. It's not you. your anniversary. <laughs> so I don't want to see this. You're going to celebrate love, did you? Yeah, you did three years ago. <laughs> I'm so mad. Well, you said you fell in love, you got married three years ago, well, let it go. Yeah, or at least, you know, maybe some more recent pictures of you and your husband, unless those are the only pictures y'all have. I don't know. I don't care. You put them on snooze. But people, I think, are so invested in what other people have to say about them, mm -hmm. right? Um, and we're social creatures, right? Yeah. Humans are social creatures. We want to be in groups and we want to be a part of things. But um, at what expense, right? You True. know, I when I was in junior high and high school, I think I had like maybe four friends, right? In you know, and that was good enough for me. Yeah. Like those were people that I spend time with and I you know they we have the same values we have the same goals mm -hmm. and interests and things like that but I had no interest in being the cool girl I was always a little awkward so that was mm -hmm. fine and I was like you know this is who I am so I I don't know if I had that experience of like wanting to be a part of the popular crowd you know the popular crowds were doing things that I oh, wasn't yeah. interested in yeah you know so Trust I me, think that, that dissipated was really quickly yeah when I, right. was, I was like I'm good I'll, I'll just be me and yeah. then for some reason, people gravitated toward that. And I was like, so y'all wanted me to ignore you? Is that how this works? Then it brings up a whole other set of questions. Yeah. Like, why are you gravitating towards the ones that ignore you? <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, mean, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I was always suspicious of like when the popular kids wanted to come around me. Because I was more like studious. Mm -hmm. So when they were gravitating towards me, it was just like, oh, Oh, uh -huh. you want to sit next to me so you can get the answers. Uh-huh. Oh, you want me okay. to do your homework. Yeah, well no, they never ask for the homework, but Both they child. they ask for the 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 test scores or like the answers on the test. Whatever like sure, you know, write all the wrong ones first. <laughs> <laughs> Leave enough time. <laughs> you learn. <laughs> exactly. Leave enough time, you know, go put in the right ones. Oh my god. True. You didn't pass? Oh, that's did you um, put them in the right way? I was like, are you sure? <laughs> no. Maybe we had different versions of the test. <laughs> you hit them with the versions because they were <laughs> A and B versions. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, you know, in all seriousness, like, so you're exposed to so much on social media, mm -hmm. right? Millions of people, people from, like, different countries yeah. and cultures and things like that. You were exposed to them. And, you know, I I don't know what it is. People, people want to be liked. Right. Yeah. And the, you know, the amount of people that like you, apparently translate into yourself. Yeah. How good of a person you are. Mm -hmm. How um, important you are. And you know, some. I mean, even sometimes I fall victim to this. Right. Definitely. Like you post the picture and you think you're looking real cute. Right. Right. You get like one like, or maybe you just see the views on the little video, but nobody clicked anything. You're like. So you're just going to walk past? Exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. And then you put, you know, something with a group and it gets like 75 likes. And you're like, wait right, a second. Right. So by myself, I can't get more than two likes, but See, I put a group exactly. of people. Exactly. You're wondering, is it me? Is Something's wrong with me? What are you saying? Exactly. You just, now you just have to do things for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Not focus on other people because, you know, there are a lot of people in the world and mm -hmm. a lot of people 
that you're gonna have to please and it's a never-ending cycle and not everyone's gonna like you you're right she's sitting here preaching to me guys <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're absolutely right i was talking to someone the other day and i said um and i mentioned it too on last season about getting caught up in wanting to be liked wanting to make things successful now there's a difference between wanting to be successful in what you do and then getting caught up in the masses of trying to follow the quick trends now what i always want to do is remain relevant and that's where you guys come in you are always free to write me drop me an inbox message please don't do nothing crazy because sometimes i get little weird stuff in there and <laughs> I don't I don't really know please don't do that anymore um, but you know you're free to do that I will take that into consideration much like now this is one of the topics that someone requested and thank you for that it's it's very important um, but then you get sometimes you get lost in just trying to do and keep up with what's viral now right. and then you lose a sense of what the whole purpose was that you were doing it for and the whole purpose of anything I do is to uplift society whether it's blogging whether it's this podcast whether it's the nonprofit organization I founded her spark incorporated I mean whatever it is I do I want to make sure that it is the opposite of the negative narrative right. that's out there consistently mm -hmm. whether it's on the news media social media whether you're texting it there are so many memes out there and it's just it can be really really toxic and that's mm -hmm. good for no one no um except for the people that are spreading it they they love the toxicity that they're spreading. they love it and then you wonder well then what's going on there oh yeah well, no, they've got a whole underlying a whole know, a whole bushel well of, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a bushel and, and you need to get to that bushel but it's at times where sometimes you want to help someone especially when mental health is I am an idealist mm -hmm. I I probably say it I look at the way things should be right and that's the way I approach things I also understand reality because I'm currently living I am definitely not blind in it the only thing I'm oblivious of is when a man is actually interested in me because then, <laughs> then, then I don't notice it until uh, it's too late yeah but okay <laughs> but, thanks Crystal other than that yeah other than that I'm aware of reality and the things that are happening but I also know how things should be and Yes, it's going to go right back to the Bible. I am a Christian and it's not a surprise. Mm -hmm. It's chock full of the things that should be, of how we should treat each other with love, respect, decency. Those are the core things. Those are at the very basic levels of humanity. When you look at children just born, they are exhibiting that. You know what I mean? It's only as they grow up through time, their experiences start shaping their now behavior. Right. And it's by people who've already been jaded. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's getting to the crux of that. And a lot of it is then refusing as an adult to own up to it. Yeah, I could change. Right now, you start saying, well, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. No mind. They replaced Lassie like so many times. You can still. <laughs> Didn't watch it either. <laughs> did you have a TV? Did you? I did. did. You, I did you have sure? a TV. I did. I did. No, Lassie? Not even the reruns? Because that's how I watched it. No. 
I mean, technically I mean, fell down a well. You don't even no, know. I think the the oldest show that I've watched, maybe Little House in the Prairie. Like, was that around the same time? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that one I, I couldn't watch. That one I couldn't watch. I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe it was too much grass. <laughs> Lassie was always running in a field, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was a dog. He was cute. Uh, these people were, I don't know, were they churning butter? I don't know what they were doing on the prairie. I, I <laughs> Quite don't know. Frankly. They had a lot of kids. That's all I they remember. They had a lot of kids. And yeah. It was like a, I don't know, a country soap opera. I don't know. Really what it, <laughs> <laughs> Recently, I'm watching uh, Perfect Strangers. And um, there was something that Larry said to Balky. It was about, I can't even remember it right now. But I said, man boy is that true about oh when he was talking about celebrities and he said when you are a celebrity you don't have a right to your own life and while i understand it even in social media once you're online as you yeah. said it's for everyone now so people start viewing it they're like well you've posted it so i have a right to your life yes it's public but you still really don't have a right to anyone's life Absolutely. At all. Mm -hmm. If someone says, enough, I would like privacy now, you are to honor that. You yeah. know? But people don't typically do the things that they're supposed to. They don't. Yeah. They don't. And so that's part of a major problem with mental health and hiding it. And now you mentioned about the Caribbean aspects. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Take it away, girl. Take it away. Yeah. Um... You know, I was born in Guyana, South America, um, so I... So why you never brought me no pepper pot? Listen, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know when I was in Guyana, I didn't know anything about autism. I didn't know anything about mental health. It was either this person was mad, they're mad, they're gone crazy, mad. <laughs> or that's it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that you just kind of let them be. Right? I've never seen... Um, the, in my experience, when I was in Guyana and I was younger, you know, I every person that was mad, in quotes, was homeless. On right? the streets, yeah. Yeah, I've never, yeah, yeah, I've never seen, you know, anyone that was suffering from mental illness that was living, you know, mm -hmm. um, at home with their family, mm -hmm. right? And I knew about this, you know, psychiatric place that was deep in the country that no one ever talked about other than in a very negative way, right? Mm. Um, so when I came here, it was it was a vast change in terms of actually having conversations about mental health and knowing that there was an, a career, right, psychology mm -hmm. that was focused on mental illness as, and psychiatry too. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a huge change, but I think, you know, there's a lot of, um, factors, right? There's, you know, political issues that people might be dealing with that, you know, they're not, um, maybe they're not supporting the right party and they're not getting the, mm -hmm. you know, resources that they need or, you know, they're financially, um, they're in financial constraint. Uh, there are different factors, right? Religious factors, cultural factors, mm -hmm. um, yeah. but there's no one really talking about it, right? Uh, the Caribbean is notoriously under-resourced in terms of mental health. Super right. right? Um, people also, you know, sometimes they don't think about uh, mental health in, in the way that it being a psychological problem. Mm -hmm. It might be spiritual, mm -hmm. right? Um, so they might refer someone to their religious leader. Um, 
to deal with something um, which you know sometimes is helpful and sometimes you need that and you know mm-hmm. additional work with a mental health professional mm-hmm. um, they also think it's like magical right that there's yeah, like it's gonna go away just yeah or like it's caused by someone doing something to them mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. So voodoo, obia, those things, right? Lost and people talk about the obia. Right. <laughs> and they start burning things all over. Exactly, the right? Like, oh, yeah, you need to wash with like some blue water or something, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, so they don't go and seek mental health um, counseling or, or services. And they bring those attitudes and beliefs to the United States, right? And then they don't talk about they don't talk about it, right? Oh, mm-hmm. this person, oh, he's just stressed. Or, you know, I mean, you can go to a psychologist for stress. You really can. You really that, can. That, is, that is a part of mental health, right? It is. Um, so, you know, that's what I found, that people are kind of having, um, you know, different views, like biologically, they're thinking it's more biological than psychological, right? Um, but either way, you know, there are lots of resources in the United States. I can't speak for people in the Caribbean, mm-hmm. um, but there are a lot of resources that you can you can access to get help. Yeah. Um, but the you know there there needs to be a conversation. Right? There's a stigma. Oh yeah, I'm Caribbean myself. I was born here, but my mother's from Trinidad and father from Jamaica. Everybody I know mm-hmm. is from some island, right. <laughs> you know, but. What I hear often is either, like you said, they'll say, oh, that person gone mad. Right. They gone mad. And they go into the madhouse. Or I hear this too. A lot of um, Caribbean folk, you don't often, let's just face facts. Yes, there are a lot of Caucasians in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like brand new. They're retiring there and stuff. But, <laughs> but um a lot of the demographic of the Caribbean is made up by Africans and Indians. Right. Right. So what I would hear them say is when one of their family members has a problem or like they're breaking down or they're sad and, and it's going on for a while and you start noticing, well, you're, you're in, you know, you're having depression, you're, you know, you're exhibiting it. You, you know what I mean? They go, oh, you know, psychology, you know, that's the white people. And I'm like, it, mm. I was like, yeah, what nonsense. Is that? Do we not all have brains? Do we not all have minds and emotions and feelings? Those things are not categorized by the color of your skin or your race, nor where you were born. So that makes no sense. And that's part of the problem you keep perpetuating. Mm -hmm. So now this person feels bad because when they open up their mouth, they finally, you know what it takes to finally open up your mouth to tell someone what you're struggling with? And Mm -hmm. then the first thing they say to you is, you're crazy. That's something that you should not have. That's for other people. Get over it. Right. Yeah. I mean, you send somebody back so far. So now they start tumbling, but they're tumbling internally. So now they start smiling and you don't think anything's wrong with them. But behind closed doors or when they're alone, it's a whole wreck. Right. It's a whole wreck. There's a video on um, on Facebook and it's uh, like an Instagram model mm-hmm. and she posts all her life and she's always happy with the boyfriend and they're taking pictures and everything looks fantastic. There are millions of likes and everything like that. But what you don't see is when she grabbed that photo with the boyfriend, he was like ignoring her. He was looking at other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When she's out with all these people taking pictures for friends and all of that, they're gone. She's not really there. 
with these people anymore. It's just a group that's dissipated. She's really alone. There's like nothing right. happening. Mm-hmm. So it's the the it's the image versus the reality. And in order to keep the image, you have to keep the reality quiet. And then at the end of it, when you can't take it anymore, at the end of that video, it's very sad because she took all these pills. And so now everyone's sharing it on Facebook, telling everybody, oh my gosh, this is so true. Everybody needs to see this. Yes, while we need to see it, we also need to be open, honest, like you said. We need to have dialogue about it. We need to be interactive and not just when someone's missing, then you jump on and just say, oh, how you doing? It's very important when we ask someone, how you doing? You stop to listen. Right. Like, I remember years ago, Dr. Anthlone Wade said something. He was at our church and he mentioned just this point. He says, how many times do you are asked, how are you? Do you respond? People say, yeah, I say, I'm good. He, you know, then he says, how many times do you ask people? And they're like, oh, I ask people all the time. He goes, oh, hey, great. How many times have either one of you in this time of how are you doing stopped to hear the response? And nobody, everybody was quiet. Right. And I was like, I do. I stop <laughs> and I look at people like, but since that time, I made it in, intentional. I didn't like before when I was doing it, I was doing it. But now I think about it even more. So I stop. And sometimes I wait. It's a stranger I meet on the street and they say, hey, how are you? And I'm like, I'm fine. And I stop and I go, how are you? And I'm turned and they're like halfway down the block. And then they turn around and they see me standing there waiting for a response. And they right. go, I'm fine. Thank you. They're shouting it back. But you know what I mean? It's It, it helps because you never know what someone is going through. Mm-hmm. So that can make the world of difference for someone. They're home. They're like, wow, my day was so crappy. But one person asked me and she actually stopped to care. He actually stopped to care how I'm doing. People laugh at me on the train because when I used to ride the train and I worked in the city, people, I don't know, I used to ask my mother, I said, mom, do I have a sign across my forehead that says, by all means, just go ahead and tell me everything because (laughs) people, but you know what? I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that, that that's a gift that God has given to me. Um, People just unburden everything to me on the train, just randomly, just I'm sitting there. Well, that never happens to me. No, girl. I'm sitting there. There was one time I, I was speaking to this girl. She was across from me. And she just started telling me about how um, she recently like came out as homosexual. And her family disowned her. And all these different, different little things. Now, I spoke to her. I was like, well, yeah, um, based on, you know, my, my, my beliefs and all of that, you know, I don't. I don't advocate for homosexuality. That's not a secret that I've said before. However, I advocate for humanity and love. Mm-hmm. Just because we disagree on something does not mean that we cannot love and talk and bond and be friends. Right. And you know what I mean? So to hear that people disowned her, I was upset. And she was just talking to me. She was like, yeah, I mean, and I was like, well, girl, you don't even have to trip on that because we're having this conversation. And she was just talking to me. We were laughing. And then um, she was like, yeah, I'm actually going to go meet my girlfriend now. And we were just just talking the whole train ride. After, mm-hmm. one, after one time, she just got up and sat next to me. And we just chatted and cracked up. I knew about her family. I mean, we, oh, wow. we had you know, whole conversations. Another lady, another time, just decided to unburden everything on me. And I was just like, whoa, I just thought I was going to work this morning. Guess mm-hmm. not. You know, and sometimes I do something that 
other people will go, no way in the world. Sometimes people fall asleep. You know, they fall asleep and they nudge, they fall on you right. and then you just nudge them back to sleep, back up. Sometimes I go, yeah, just go ahead. It's the shoulder. They're, they're clearly just, tired. Yeah, Just sleep. It's it's fine. And they wake up, they go like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I slept on you. I was like, it's okay. It's fine. I was like, I was having such a hard day. I was like, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> go, go back to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's little things like that. Little things like that. I like to talk to people on the streets. I am that person that will go up to the homeless person on the street. There's there's a whole row um, down by John Jay mm -hmm. in the city. Have you been over there? Mm -mm. No. Okay. Um, I'd taken classes there one year, but there's a whole row. And when you get out around 10 p.m., something like that, the shelters are closed. They're filled up or because they don't feel safe in the shelters because there's a lot of rape and crime happening right. in the shelters. Yeah. That's a whole other that's a whole so other there's podcast. There's a whole row. That's a whole other podcast. There's a whole row of people actually having their boxes. And I, I you know, I hear people joke about living in a cardboard box. But mm -hmm. I saw it. Yeah. He actually set it up. His cardboard box. There were like um, bags, uh, sleeping bags and garbage bags to keep warm. And as I walked through them, my heart was literally breaking because mm -hmm. I was counting. There were children in a and, and women and men, different ages, and I'm just watching them. Some you can see had um, like mental disturbances. You can see that. Um, and not to say that you can just look at someone and know they have a mental right. disability or a mental health issue. No, there were things that you can actually identify, like mm -hmm. things they were saying, behaviors they were exhibiting and doing. Mm -hmm. okay. um, I did study that too, actually here at Adelphi, um, and I was going to go for the the, um, the doctoral program, but then I was like, man, if I actually became legit, I can't <laughs> I can't give hug therapy because sometimes people just want to hug, and I, I'll be violating some <laughs> some rules, and I don't I don't I don't want that, and I don't want the transference of people now, you know now they've latched on and you know it could cause different so you have to pick and choose and i said well i know who i am i'm going to want to hug you love on everybody and then get to the root because right. if i'm vested i'm mm -hmm. vested i want to know everything and i can't do that for everyone because right. then that's a toll on me personally individual and i already have that yeah. <laughs> you, you know gotta work so you gotta work I said, with what you, you know got. what that's not for me so i yeah. did the nonprofit organization that way i can provide resources and what have you when you're officially done you know talk to me so we can we can work some things out but For sure you know i i found a new avenue to actually use what i've learned here and you know practice it so i can do it that way but um there are so many different things surrounding that and with the caribbean culture it's really important to not just shuck it off yeah. i don't know where it started mm -hmm. Do you know where it started? Well, I think um, traditionally, you know, people of color haven't always had a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. um, and most of their time was spent working and trying to survive. So, mm -hmm. you know, sitting down in an office paying, you know, several hundred dollars or whatever it is for an hour talking about your worries is not <laughs> something that was available to them and still isn't for most people um <clears throat> so i can excuse me so i can see why 
the this idea that it's only for white people or mm-hmm. Caucasians or whatever you yeah. want to say. Um, that's part of what it stemmed from, right? People of color did not have the luxury of kind of waiting, you know, to get an appointment and to pay money that could have been used for rent or to feed their children or whatever yeah. else. And um, I think that that idea has kind of um, been perpetuated throughout the generations that, you know, talking about your problems is not it's something... taboo. Yeah. It's not something that you can do. It's not for you. It's for, yeah. for other people. Yeah. Um, and there are so many free resources. Um, NYC Well, especially, is like one of the... NYC new, Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the newer initiatives that you can, you know... Um, Talk about stuff, right? And even just reaching out to someone, just saying, "Look, I'm having a hard time." But you got to pick and choose, right? Can't do it to everybody. Yeah, you can't just. Some people pick just, mm. especially you know that one friend that you know will take your business to someone else. Don't pick that Mm-mm, friend. Don't pick that person, and don't pick the person that's going to tell you get over it, shake it off. Exactly, right? Or man up, like one oh of the most. Oh my gosh. Hated phrases. You know, like seriously, yeah. there are some times where you say man up on a situation, mm-hmm. but it's never about when it's dealing with mental health, mm-hmm. emotion, things like that. It's no, like it's if you don't feel like doing your homework just because you'd rather sleep or watch the game or something, it's like, no, come on, seriously, man up, woman up, do what you got to <laughs> do so you can actually live this life and yeah. be at the actual place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, things like that, pick your party properly yeah that's it you know you got to know who you're going to surround yourself with right exactly they're not you're not going to surround yourself with people who are going to continuously bring you down or hold you in the place that you are if it's not the place that you want to be evaluate your squad goals people yes (laughs) evaluate not everyone should be in your squad really it's time to start cutting some people off because they're mm-hmm. not beneficial at all and it's not just money wise a lot of people have that thing about um if they're not elevating your finances well that can be true on the business level but in your personal life <clears throat> you're more than finances mm-hmm. and truthfully told some people hold that if you don't have money you can't be happy well i'll hold that how many celebrities have you seen commit suicide and they've right. had the money. They've had the fame. I mean, the uh, the rock star, I think it was from Linkin Park. You know, from Linkin Park? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, you don't know either. But no, 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 you no I do. I do. <laughs> really, Crystal? They can't see me, so you didn't have to say it. Um, I'm sorry, the shade. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I remember... I think it was Linkin Park. Um, I forget his name because I wasn't... I mean, I like their music, but I wasn't a huge yeah, follower yeah, yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe it was. And I remember making a short post about it on Facebook when everybody was so shocked and so surprised. And I said, I'm saddened by it. I'm not surprised by it. Have you ever stopped to listen to the lyrics? Right. A lot of people like to just hear the music, but I've always been a person who listens to the lyrics. If I can't understand what you're saying in the lyrics, I'm going to find the words. I'm going to see them. I'm going to mm-hmm. read them. I'm, I still buy CDs, okay, people? I'm not just going to download it. I buy CDs. Don't judge me, right? I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I open up that CD with the lyrics there because I want to see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I looked at a bunch of songs 
reading the lyrics, I was like, he's been crying out for help for the longest time. Yeah. But we've been partying. <laughs> we've been, he's been reaching out. Partying. Then you have people like uh, Robin Williams. Mm. Always the one to make you laugh because right. you're holding it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I remember one time and this one person, I'll never forget. I'll never forget him. Um, he actually, he actually goes to my church and I don't think I've ever told him, but I'm a person who always loves to laugh. Mm. I'm a goofball. I'm quirky. I'm a little off and I don't mind that because it's, it's who cute. I am. Thank you. So I giggle <laughs> all the time. Um, and sometimes I am sad, but the thought back then, the thought was people aren't used to you being sad. So you can't show that you're sad because mm -hmm. then a bunch of people will start asking you questions and I don't like feeling so open and naked. Right. Vulnerability is but hard. But now I am the queen of TMI. <laughs> I will tell you way too much and you'll be like, you know what? I gotta go. So, <laughs> but one day I was just standing there and I thought I was holding it together. I thought I was doing the thing. Okay. He walks up. He's like, Hey Chris, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. And then he stops and he comes back. He goes, are you sure? Cause you look like, and I was just like, I just left the mirror. I look fine. How is he seeing into my soul? <laughs> you know? like, what is it? He was like, you sure you need to, I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Mm -hmm. After he walked, I made a beeline straight to a bathroom and I bawled cause I was not fine. Wow. Yeah. I was, I felt like I was crumbling on the inside. I can't even remember why. That's right. how temporary feelings are. Mm -hmm. I can't remember why. It could be due to uh, PCOS. You know, PCOS is a big factor. That's polycystic ovary syndrome. It's a big factor that uh, can lead to depression and different things like that because your hormones and chemical imbalances are happening all at once. And hey, it could it could have been that that day. I don't know. This is also the TMI I was talking about. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it, but in that time, I just felt like I was in a dark space for maybe a week or more. And I was just, and at that moment, he stopped and he was like, you sure? At the moment, I thought I was concealing everything. Right. Everything. Clearly, I wasn't. But I, that day, I admitted, I lied. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was so not fine. Mm -hmm. Now, when people ask me, I'm still working on the either not answer, because I'll never tell you I'm fine anymore if I'm not fine. Okay. I'll either not answer because it's going to leave me to start bawling it out and I'm just not prepared for that type of vulnerability mm -hmm. in a public that's, space. That's, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm going to tell you I'm not as great as I was before. You know, I'm going to try and find somewhere. And, and like you said, picking your persons. People may ask you, not all the best intentions are there when they ask right. you. So picking your, your persons to actually divulge on. I have some very, very important people in my life. Um, some of my best friends. And I always told myself I had to be the strong one for them. Mm -hmm. Because it's always something happening that I want to make sure that they're okay. So yeah. there's never a time for me. That's what I told myself. But when I told them that, it was like I was insulting them to the utmost degree because they said, of course I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with, but you're my friend. You should be telling me what you're dealing with too. Let me help you. And one of my friends, who doesn't even live in this country. She's in Trinidad. 
hey girl. And she said to me that I'm robbing people of the opportunity of being a blessing while I'm only blessing them. So, and I was like, I never thought about that. I was like, I'm sorry. So, so one girl, when I saw her, um, one of my best friends, when I saw her, I was like, come, I need you. So she ran out of the room where she was and she came to me and I just hugged her and I just started crying on her shoulders. I was like, I'm wetting all your clothes. She's like, it's okay. And I was like, this is what you wanted, right? I have nothing <laughs> left. And she was like, it's okay. And I was like, I needed that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I needed that. And it's moments like that that helped me in my mental health self-check, right. self-care, because truthfully sometimes you can't afford it sometimes you don't know the resources and that's one of the reasons why i started the organization i want to be a place where people can either get a list of resources that they've never heard of mm -hmm. and then try to reach out to that you know especially if it's either low cost or free or something like that or even if it's for a cost maybe you can afford it but i want to give you those options right because especially in our communities you don't know you come you come in your 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 group your family group, you know the same people and all of that. And these same people may have the same views and they don't have access or not access, rather knowledge of what's out there because they're not thinking about that. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a healthy space to talk about how you're feeling. And it's not just complaining. It's not complaining. It's not whining. It's valid. Right. You talk about it. Mm -hmm. If not, your Facebook floods with a whole bunch of, oh, this person was so great, RIP, and, and all of these things. Why'd you do that? Why'd you take yourself away? And all? And it's just like, what were you doing before that? Yeah. You know, what, what, what were you saying to them when they tried to tell you, I feel this way? What did you say that day? You know? No, it's not 100% on you at all. But we all do play a part. Absolutely, yeah. We all do play a part. So that's just that's just my opinion. And um, I want to know what you guys have to think about all that we talked about today. Today, we had a nice long chat and I enjoyed it. Yeah, Thank you so cool. much for joining me. Thank you Danielle. for having me. Thank you You're so welcome. much. You're welcome. I hope we I can do come this back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and but when you come back, tell me you've watched at least five Degrassi because this no, needs that's, to happen. That's a, that's a lot. You're asking a lot. Five? Why would... You know what? That's a lot. Can you at least watch one where Drake wasn't in a wheelchair? Okay. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, guys, I'm done with her. Because it's a little too much to ask about the Jake before the wheelchair in the grassy. But anyway, thank you so much for listening and joining us again. You know what to do. You can go on to crystalsays.com. You can go ahead and press play on this. You can download it on iTunes and all the other um, podcast outlets that are out there. Blueberry and all that i'll put them all up for you but don't forget to subscribe and don't forget you can always call in the number will be at the bottom of the post on crystalsays.com thank you so much for joining us again all right bye guys bye